This is an official message. All non-essential personnel have been ordered to stay within their homes until further notice. There's an additional message from authorities discouraging the rampant purchase of paper products. Quote, you are not going to asswipe your way out of this one. Citizens are further discouraged from heeding the information from that one co-worker who knows the truth that they don't really want to tell you before completely disintegrating into some mumbling word salad involving the words conspiracy, sheeple, wake up, and or 5G. There's also been recently brought to my attention that FCC regulations are currently not in effect. And as a broadcaster, it brings me no small amount of pleasure to say the following. Fuck. Shit nipples asshole rim job. Thank you. Well, welcome to the bunker. Um, we're not even 100% sure what we're going to be doing uh, for this episode, but I guess I should start out with the pleasantries. Welcome to the Watch Your Mouth podcast, or the bombed-out flaming shell of the Watch Your Mouth podcast. It's, things have been a little uh, turbulent. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll do what we can to uh, keep things polished here. This is Ken Petrie in lockdown over in Queens. Back at the home studio, we've got Dan Kirk. Polishing this turd over here, Ken. How are you? <laughs> and uh, stones throw away in neighboring Mandeville, we've got Critter Spears. So this is unique for me because this is the first time I've ever recorded anything in my goddamn house. So, like, <laughs> I had to set up a whole little, little, little fucking studio thing with a noise barrier behind me I, I i did some makeshift shit man i'm i'm i feel i feel like i, I got a tinfoil hat in this bitch now <laughs> you're good Look, to go. just... you guys my bunker is set got a lot of alcohol though yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you gotta Look. have the alcohol bud think of some of you, your... Dan. i get it i get it why you get so trashed on the show when you start <laughs> drinking a bunch i'm like man i get it I'm already almost done this bottle of wine. You need second one, buddy. You know what it is? It's the fact that the room is acoustically treated, so it's just you and your own thoughts. And that just, that won't do. That's the worst. (laughs) That's the fucking worst. So I'll I'll tell you this, the the noise barrier behind me, because I'm in this, my office, right? And it's wood floors and there's nothing on the walls because I'm a dude and I don't know how to fucking decorate to save my fucking life. So it's plain (laughs) walls, wood floors, and just open space, right? So I'm like, oh, I got to do something to reduce some of the echo. So I found like I have one of those mobile like racks, you know, where you hang clothes on. So I put yeah. that bit. It's broken. It was in my garage. I'm like, oh, this will work. So I, I took it, put it behind me and just hung blankets on it. So that's what's happening here. Perfect. That's all you need. That's a home studio right there, my friend. Absolutely. And of course, Dan was uh, nice enough to send me the microphone I'm using now and headphones. He is so accommodating. Dude, not only did he give me the microphone, I didn't even think about headphones. Then he gives me headphones, and then he gives me the fucking USB cable. I mean, I have a USB cable, but he's just like, just in case you don't fucking have this cable. It's kind of crucial, because if you don't have that, you ain't doing fucking shit. This is just his job relaying into real life. Yes, He's like, just because I know you think you have it, but you probably don't, don't be a bitch, take it. Yeah, just just, just take it. I don't want to hear any excuses of, oh, I'll just pick this up later. No, fucking here it is. Why? You have I, it now. I, I don't want to deal with you later. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dan, you are you are the Italian grandmother of audiovisual. <laughs> yes. It's like, no, no, no. I've already got everything in it. No, 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 no. Mind you. 
<laughs> and then boom, another another microphone. Shut up, take webcam. No, but we're not doing it. You shut up, take webcam. The backhand starts shaking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, ah, you know what? I think I do need a cable. Uh-huh. Fuck. Good call, because I was about to dip and split the lip. So this is life during quarantine. We're just going to kind of um, keep it pretty simple, yet at the same time pretty topical, uh, discussing what our life has turned into since everything went down. Um, anyone care to open up? Yeah, I mean, if, if you want, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in if that's cool with you. Uh, yeah, go for it. So um, in my job, uh, I work in a large building uh, taking care of people's IT needs and uh, audiovisual needs. still have a job. Yes, yes. I, I still currently have a job. Didn't think that was going to happen, but I do work from home now uh, from my home setup. Actually, in the Watch Your Mouth podcast studio, I'm actually doing my job uh, at, you know, same time as I hope every day. I hope you're charging studio time at the same time. You're like, well, it's $150 an hour. Right. Just- you know, you know, just I so you know, on top of what I normally make. Yeah, yeah. I'm, this is not this is not free. Okay, this is the, I'm using a studio to get my work done. So you know, you yeah. hear how crisp I sound on this Zoom meeting, motherfucker. Actually, that's, do you understand what I do for y'all because of the studio? You owe so much money. Actually, I have been in a lot of uh, remote meetings where people are like, "Why? Why does Dan sound the best and his video looks the best?" Because I don't cheap out. And I know what the fuck I'm doing. And that's why I do this job and I'm in this meeting telling you how to do it right. So I guess I, that would kind of be on you, wouldn't it? Like, would, yeah. like, why would the AV guy have the best audio and the crisp, the most crisp video? It's, it's alarming, Ken, because I'll tell you this. Like, everyone's like looking. They're like, how come I can't see faces? Well, you have the window in your background and the sun's coming through. So that's dimming the iris of your camera. And then you over here, you have the camera pointing at the floor. Oh, shit, I do. Yeah, turn that up. All right. And then you over here, you have to turn it on first. Wait, it's not on? No, it's not on. Do you see yourself? Oh, shit, no. Yeah, turn the camera on. That would be great. Thanks. And they're like, and then they turn it on, and I'm like, okay, turn it off. Go put clothes on. All right, we'll talk to you in a little bit. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Dan. I mean, like, when we were getting set up for this, I was very much that person you're talking about. I'm like, I don't know what to do. No. <laughs> Dan, do you call me or do I call you? Also, is there an echo? <laughs> Hello? 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 <laughs> Can you see me? No. Did, did I break something? Right. And, and that's, that's... Talking into the mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Testing. Hello, computer. The weird parts of the microphone. I'm just like... <laughs> Why are you talking at the very bottom? I don't know. I just feel I'm, weird talking right. right into it. All right. I'm a track gum in it. Yeah. Take the mic out of your mouth, you fucking heathen. Jesus Christ. No, um, I'm scared of robot penises, and this looks like a robot penis. <laughs> I can't, I can't look at it. <laughs> it's invasive. It's in my face. I hate it. It's right there. Uh, Gotta talk to this robo chode the whole meeting. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's Do you it. have one that, that doesn't quite look like a robot chode? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So yeah, no, that's a, I'm one of the lucky few that I have been able to work from home and, you know, to anyone who can't, you know, I'm sorry. And it, it sounds like I thought to myself working from home was going to be like this magical thing. I'm like, 
dude, I, I, I get to work from home. Don't have to worry about dress code. Da, 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 da. Wrong. Um, you know, when you're the AV guy and you do video conferencing, you need to be on video all the time. So I have to dress like I go to work. Uh, the only glory you don't have to do pants from the waist up. Right. No, actually I do cheat. I cheat a little bit. I, I wear shorts, uh, actually because for some fucking reason it's in the middle of April and it's 40 fucking degrees, uh, in I the love morning. That. I, it, the weather's been yeah. phenomenal. Like, it's beautiful. Like it's so weird how they're like, Hey, let's have a quarantine where no one can actually go do a bunch of outside shit and then yeah. make the weather the best it's ever right. been. Right now. It's great for hanging out in your back patio or even going for a small bike ride around your neighborhood. But goddamn, you're like, man, this would be great to go just drink at a patio bar. Yeah. Or a crawfish boil or something or go go out and, you know, set up a bonfire or something great like that that normally you can't do right about this time with the weather because it's hot as fucking balls or it's raining its ass off. You know, here in Louisiana, we're having a little bit of a a little dry spell. I mean, we're getting a little bit of rain every once in a while unless you're fucking slide L because if you're there, you ain't getting fuck all because everybody who is the rain gods have decided to make a little donut shapes, you know, shield that won't let rain in Slidell. Uh, well, dude, I got a little easy fix for you. It's the classic rain dance. You just wash your car. Uh, oh, it you know will what? rain if you wash your car. Fucking it's a right, well-known dude. fact. That's my goal. I'm going to get the fuck up. I'm going to wash my truck so I can get some fucking rain over here because, you know, Jess, Ghost Jess has got a goddamn garden that's taken up half the backyard that needs the, the rain for sure. And I've already gone out there and swept my ass off cutting down giant limbs off this fucking water oak that's covering up uh, most of the sunshine. So I actually did some some real work, some yard work out there uh, in this quarantine time. But um, yeah, man, no, I I just have to say it's really weird working from home. Um, The situation of being in the position that I am uh, and still having to be on camera and being professional, uh, even though some of some of the uppers are less professional when they're at their home and it's, it's actually refreshing because they're seeing that they're humans and not robots. That's always a bonus. Uh, so yeah, no, it's, it's weird. This is a weird fucking situation for me altogether. Uh, but I'm thankful, you know, like I said, very thankful. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go next because, uh, I'll just say not much has changed for me, to be honest with you. I work in an essential field. Um, I work in the medical waste industry and I don't know if a lot of people know that actually. I, I mean, like I know, uh, I went for through a job, uh, job transition between, you know, doing the graphic design stuff to this. Mm-hmm. And this happened about, uh, close to a year ago. But I don't think we really talked about it. But I work in the medical waste industry. And now that I'm a a waste technician type of guy, you know, like dealing with picking up and processing waste, you just realize that without you, the world fucking stops. Yeah. Yeah. You are one of those things that people are like, all right, they take fucking for granted. Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely fucking do. Mm -hmm. This is why I always had respect for my garbage men because I'm like, these guys, these guys are heroes because if they just decided to go on strike, we're all fucked. We're all fucked. True that, man. Very true. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I I, I work the same. I, I have to go in the office, but it's very small. It's a small office. And I mean, I have to go in for couple reasons but uh it's it's very vacant in there so it's not that bad mm-hmm. uh plus the people that are there are fucking amazing and you know basically like we just yell at each other for from each other's offices yeah so it's, it's not like we're ever close to each other so it's 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 essentially the same 
and then I, you know, I come, uh, I come home and sometimes I work, they bought me stuff to work remotely. So a lot of times since this has happened in gyms closed, I end up wanting to be home around like four o'clock on the dot. So I have time to ride the neighborhood on my bike, Yeah, you know, before it gets darker or whatever yeah, that's changed since this has happened. But I mean, like I, I still like to, uh, you know, it's a, it's an hour bike ride that I like to get in before going inside. Mm-hmm. And then I'm allowed to work from home as well. So, I mean, like they don't really care if I even come into the office that much, but there's certain things I have to do to be in there. Um, but other than that, man, it's, it's the same fucking week that I've had since this all happened. It's just that I, I yeah. encounter fewer people. That's it. Right. Okay. Uh, I got sent home. I got furloughed. Oh, I mean, I've mentioned that in a couple of the uh, Full Fat Friday videos. Beautiful but, videos, by the way. Yes, I love them. Yes. Like, oh, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And you have, not, if, if y'all haven't seen those, you need to go on Facebook right now and go look up Full Fat Friday. All right. Ken, and, or Instagram, feeds. Twitter, oh, yeah. like whatever you can. I mean, they're they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. I know that it's, uh, they usually do them in grayscale, which I know is a little 1990s, but um I don't know. It just it kind of stuck with me. So I, I roll with it. No, no, no. I like it because you know what? It, it, it's reminiscence uh, of uh, Clerks. That's what every time I, I see. Just, just in the in the in the sense that monochromatic just makes filming easier. Mm. You know, you don't have yeah, to does. worry about colors clashing. Right. Uh, grayscale. There is only one thing that's kind of a problem is if your scale of gray meets another scale of gray that's behind you and you wash out into it. Right. It's rare. But it can happen. Right. Um, yeah. But like I said, it, it's not going to be an issue. Uh, it, it, like I've worked in grayscale for graphic design. And sometimes you're like, you do something in color. You're like, I'll just convert to grayscale. It'll be fine. And then you convert it and you're like, fuck. That's just <laughs> hot garbage. Very close to the same fucking gray. <laughs> right. Like, well, that didn't work, this bitch. How is someone supposed to get a dildo in that? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the movies or read the books, so I just assumed it had something to do with sexual orient, you know, like sexual natures of things. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Fucking, you know, all about that base has nothing to do with frequency preference, right? Talking about ash girth. So again, so you got furloughed. That sucks. Um, well, and, I mean, yeah, I, like you working in the medical industry, I, I guess it does make sense because MRIs are kind of like the smallest part of well, what's essential over there. I'm sure they probably have some emergency people. It's outpatient radiology, which means. Um, we're not affiliated with a hospital. Nobody's coming in on a stretcher. There's no ER. There's really nothing emergent or needs to happen right now that happens where I work. People, everyone that comes in are ambulatory, meaning they're walking on their own. Nobody's wheeling them in. I mean, of course, you get you know, elderly patients that might be on wheelchairs or something, but they're mostly what we call walkie-talkies, and they're getting these procedures, you know, x-ray, MRI, ultrasound, whatever, because they're getting something looked at. You know, they've had a, a sore back for months or they've had a, a cough for a couple of weeks or they're getting screened for cancer or what have you. So this is we, we never get anything like this person's just been in a car accident or, you know, somebody slipped and went unconscious in the bathtub or any shit like that. It's all stuff that can wait. And uh, right. and, you know, the place is still open, but they've. 
pared it down to bare minimum staff and me being a relatively rookie MR tech, I, I had a feeling if anyone was going to get cut, <laughs> it'd be me. Well, but. it's it's weird because they cut a lot of dentists. Most dentists d- uh, offices are not open. Um, but in that, of course, that's going to be like when right. your fucking crown pops off. Yeah. But or, again, they still have their they have emergency dental services. Of course, mm-hmm. it's just that so many of them are cosmetic or routine. It's sure. they don't handle the emergency because a lot of them are usually like an oral surgeon plus dentist type of deal right. office. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And so they need to be able to cover all of those bases for the actual emergency parts of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, because I deal in these these businesses and not really. I pick up their trash. but <laughs> That's a part of it, man. Look, those yeah. there have been um, like one of the one of the things that I did when I was in X-ray was uh, arthrograms. And every time we do one of those, there's this big tray of shit, like these needles and syringes and sponges and all that kind of shit. Um, But that Sharps container fills up quickly, and it gets to a problem when you've got this fucking hedgehog of used needles sticking out of the top of this trash can. You're like, fuck, (laughs) we need to get rid of this. This is Oh, yeah, that's not compliant at all. And also, we, we do. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get to that point, but it's... We, we do document shredding, too. So, I mean, like that opens up a lot of other things. Oh, definitely. You get some fun office readings. Just grab a stack of randos. <laughs> you guys Abs- absolutely not. <laughs> like when I explain to people what I do and I say I pick up medical waste, especially during this time. You know, if like before, you know, quarantine happened, they're like, oh, do you ever run into that stuff? I'm like, N- no. It's in like, I don't, I don't see trash. I work in the office. Right. That handles that. Right. Right. You're not actually bringing a hand truck in to pick up the, uh, the, the, the red biohazard cans. But that's the, that's what they think instantly. They, they go to the, you know, oh, you're picking up needles. No, 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 no. (laughs) Well, first of all, the only way to pick them up, I like to stick them all on my leg and then walk them out. (laughs) Like a pincushion. And I just shake it yeah. around as I'm walking out. <laughs> Look at me! Oh, 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 oh. I have a human voodoo doll! So many steroids in me right now. <laughs> but yes, uh, sent home, no pay. They said, we'll call you when we need you to come back. So um, where where that has left me is they did say that, you know, oh, you can, yeah, you can file for unemployment. But if nothing happens, like if they said that they'd be calling around April 30th. That's in 13 days as of, at the time of this recording. Uh, if that call doesn't come through or if they say, hey, we have to extend it another X, Y, Z, which could very well be the case. I mean, I will say New York has been taking this thing very seriously. Right. But if that happens, then I might have to start looking at what are called uh, travel contracts where, I mean, nurses do this a lot. Um, I would imagine doctors probably do it, other licensed people, but essentially you get sent to areas that are hard up for staff. You get paid out the wazoo, but it's for a limited time. So it'll be like, you know, 12, 13 weeks, something like that. Right. Um, I wouldn't, not exactly champing at the bit to do that, but if that's what it comes down to, we'll see. But anyway, on to a more cheery aspect of this. Um, What have y'all been doing during lockdown, uh, during quarantine, to kind of brighten things up and this anything from picking up new hobbies, you know, uh, watching or rewatching shows, movies, uh, tidying up the house, you know, home improvement projects. Fucking what have you been up to? Hmm. Uh, I guess uh, if, if it's cool, I'll jump it. I'll jump on this right quick. Um, yeah, yeah. 
for for myself, one of the things that I used to do a lot of um, is actually doing a lot of PC gaming, and uh, that's something that's fallen off to the wayside. Uh, gaming in general for me before the quarantine, um, mm-hmm. there was like I, I would just get home. And I was like, man, I was, I've just been working on computers all day. I don't feel like dealing with this right now. I don't want to play video games. I just want to go veg out, sit and have some dinner, relax, watch a movie with ghost Jess and then go to bed or something like that. Uh, lately, even though I'm in the studio for close to eight hours, working off the same monitor in front of me while I'm talking to y'all. Um, it's, it's been one of those things where I like at the end of the day, uh, I've been, you know, talking with my brother, uh, and uh, a few other friends and getting back into PC gaming. And, uh, that's something that's been really nice because I spent a lot of money on my PC and I really should use it a lot more than I have been besides just, jumping onto it for, you know, podcasting and stuff like that. I want to put it to use. It's a workhorse. It needs to, it needs to run. It's got legs, you know? Uh, so, um, Dan that's, making horse references. I you know. never thought you'd see the day, huh? You know, kid? Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. So no, I, I, I thought Quarantine you were going to stop. He doesn't, he doesn't remember what horses look like. No, 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 no. Horse? I, I was like, what's I, a horse? I haven't been outside in far too long. So it's like, I'm almost like, you know, horses are, Oh shit. You know what? That's another thing. Okay, all right. I'm bringing this up right now. This is important. Very big, monumental moment for me. I can touch silverware that's been in the sink. Okay, I thought it was going to wow. be something about a horse. No. But okay, this is big too. Yeah. No. Okay. So um, while I've been is, in quarantine, is silverware the, that's been in the sink. The name of a racehorse? No. 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 This is this <laughs> it's silverware in the sink. Is that he pulled around the Silverware that's been in the sink takes a commanding lead. <laughs> Went a lot of money on that son of a bitch. No. 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 So uh, I've started doing this thing where uh, while I'm doing dishes, I will put on music. Uh, and you know, kind of half-ass sing to it. Um, and I've found like, while I'm doing that, it gets me in a good mood. Um, I caught myself just picking up a couple pieces of silverware and putting it into the dishwasher. And then after I started doing it, I went and realized what the fuck are you doing, dude? You just touched silverware, had a little panic attack a couple, a couple times, but since I've been quarantined and we've been doing a lot more dishes because we're at home, staying home, cooking, cleaning and all that stuff, right? I've started mm-hmm. daily, like just testing myself with putting stuff in before I start thinking about it and just getting in the mindset of the clean. Okay. Cleaning up. Yeah. Okay. So as of a week ago, didn't need music, just did the dishes, picked up the silverware, put it into the, the carrier, and I've been able to touch silverware that's been in the sink. So, I you know, mighty that's, proud. that is exactly what psychologists and psychiatrists do for immersion therapy. Yeah. To help people get past it. Yeah. It's, it, like you, you, you actually did real life psychological like therapy to help yourself mm-hmm. get over a phobia. Congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm working on it. It's like there no, are no, times. No, it's a slow process. And yeah. it's you no, know, like, it look, time, man, man. You're, talking, you're talking to a dude with OCD. Yeah. So. I've been prepared for this outbreak my entire fucking life. I'd never like touching people. Yeah. It's amazing because I don't have to like awkwardly <laughs> hug people yeah, or shake yeah. hands with people that I don't mean to talk to. So now it's just like you do this wave. You're like, hey, hey, how's it going? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, like we don't have to do this. Yeah. Well, well that that's that's also weird for me, Critter, because I'm 
I'm one of those people. I'm I'm good with you know human interaction, uh, hugs, touches, hand handshaking, all that stuff. You know, high fives, all that. Uh, I like that. Uh, it's weird now that I can't, and like I second guess every time I'm coming into. You know, like I walk up to somebody and be like, hey, how you doing? Don't touch your hand. Don't shake it. Don't reach. Don't high five. Don't do anything. Just look, stare, keep your distance, you fucking weirdo. And it's like, uh, why am I second guessing myself? Oh, yeah. Coronavirus, you fucking idiot. So, you know. I, Coronavirus. I know. Yeah. The COVID-19 is going to get you. The boogeyman. So. See, the, the, uh, see, I was thinking for immersion therapy, you know, you just have a, a therapist like, you're, you know, you're laying on the couch. Like Daniel noticed, I've taken the liberty of coating the entire floor and six feet up the walls with tin foil. Yeah. We're now in the no, sink. Silverware. No, you're now silverware. in the sink. <laughs> and horses. Have <laughs> you noticed the couch you're on is actually a horse? And then, Made and of and then horse they, leather. And they basically turn around in their chair and they're wearing a horse mask. It's just like, ah! <laughs> fucking lose my shit, run out the door, hit the wall, fall over, and just piss myself. Like the floor is lava, the like the floor is sink. Mm, mm. That's not cool, man. It's not cool. You, I'm having you are a, the fork, Dan. I'm regressing. Pick yourself up. I'm regressing. Ah! <laughs> Maybe it'll be an either or. You know, is once you get back to the point where you can hug people and shake hands, then that's it. Silverware is off the table. Yeah, like no. you, one or the other. God damn it. No, no, no. I'm I'm trying to keep this this silverware thing is fucking stupid. I know it's stupid. No, dude, and, no. Look, no. man. Like, yeah, like, yes, it's stupid, but that's how phobias are. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no, I it OCD, is. So everything I fucking do is stupid, yet it has prepared me for this moment <laughs> that it's happened. Right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, my hand washing has been like super easy. It's like, all right, so normal hand washing. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's very, very much interesting. You know, um, one thing I'm, I'm also going to try and start pushing myself to do, um, while being quarantined. Um, yeah, let's just keep on the dork factor going. I'm playing PC games again. Um, uh, I'm going to start painting some of my miniatures. I, I, I oh, yeah, unfortunately man. own way too many miniatures that are just sitting there. They're, they're glued together and, and they're cool. And I like them because, you know, uh, just recently I, I saw a post that, uh, Henry Cavell's. Oh yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's yeah. getting back into Warhammer. <laughs> that, that super handsome dork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who almost lost his role. <laughs> Of Superman because he had a war uh, Warcraft addiction, uh, Warcraft World of Warcraft addiction, and he was like, they're like, hey Henry, could you come and you know uh, do uh, you know uh, a little part as Superman? He's like, I'll be right, be over there in a second. My shaman is not quite level seventy. We're about to raid. Okay, this Wait, is, is that serious. real? Yes, yes. He almost lost the role of Superman because he was addicted to World of Warcraft. Dude, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. I mean, like, he was great as Superman, but goddamn, that is fucking dumb. Well, he, I think he if, evidently. I think if I were that, yeah. I think if I were his fucking agent, I'd have crashed into his room. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Put a foot through the monitor. Yeah, no, no, no. The, the agent did that. that hence, he is Superman. right there, yeah. bitch. He was Superman, so hence that did happen. He ended up getting a role because his agent's like no 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 fuck you Cavell get the fuck off the PC get out there we're gonna make you Superman put 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 no butts get out there you fucking hunk you so yeah he's uh so th thank thankfully he's got a good agent that tells him fuck no Henry get out um so but you know uh I, I, that's something that you know seeing him do that it, it's it's like 
I, I thought about it and I'm like, if he can take time to do this, why am I not? And it's something I truly love, you know? Dude, Dan, it was never a problem of what you did. I mean, we call you a dork because this is what we do. We like to break balls. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Like, of course. The number one thing. I was fucking dork mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. the number one thing people should have is hobbies yeah. i mean like and and whether you catch ridicule ridicule from friends that happens i yeah. mean like i get it because the things that i do the podcast being one of those things like y'all get it but other people don't they're like what is it fun for you i'm like it's a lot of fun they're like do people listen i'm like it's that's not even the point it's about it's doing great it. when people <laughs> listen it's not a good sign that people even listen i'll change the subject <laughs> well, like the fact that people listen is icing on the cake. It's oh, the it fact is. that we get to interact with each other and like it's a very good therapeutic session of talking about just spilling out all the nonsense that's ever been in your head. But then I mean, like finding people that, that also that enjoy helps. that, you know, oh. all of those hobbies help you. And I can't tell you how many people are struggling right now because they don't right. have hobbies. Yeah, they don't you know, have an like, outlet. I'm like, do you have a hobby? They're like, well, I like to hunt and fish. I'm like, how is that helping you now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, you can't right. do that unless you're going to be out on your back porch taking care of your squirrel problem, which Ghost Jess has been doing, uh, which kind of freaks me out. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's right, Critter. I mean, you, you have to have a, a hobby that keeps you in games, quarantine. If it's video games, if it's painting miniatures, yeah. if it's board games, if yeah. it's anything, whatever it is, painting, sculpture, uh, writing, yeah. uh, just yeah. even watching fucking TV. Yeah. Whatever it is, just have a fucking hobby. Yeah. Oh man, I, you, you mentioned Jess hunting squirrels in the backyard. Yeah. Just, I, yeah. My mind immediately went to like she's all painted up, like predator style. She's in a ghillie suit. Oh, <laughs> right. She, she's setting up fucking log traps. You know, I, <laughs> like if she started doing that, I would be worried. I'd be like, okay, I'm just gonna, dear, you <laughs> hang out there, and then lock doors, and <laughs> she, she starts laughing like that madman. Yeah. She walked through the den, and I was like, uh, you know, cleaning up after dinner. She's like, "All right, I got myself a beer. I got my pellet rifle. I'm gonna go take care of some squirrels." And and I was like, "Why?" And it's like my garden is being attacked. I was like, "Okay, that makes a little more sense." And I, and I asked, uh, and of course, you know, Dan being the softy, I'm like, "Could you kind of just shoot near them, not r- like hit them?" And she's like, "I'll think about it. I'll think about it." You know. And then she went out, and I was like. <laughs> She said, I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spit tobacco <laughs> just, on the floor. And spit a, a bit of chop. And right. I'm not going to lie, right now, I've got a reoccurring uh, purchase through Amazon. This is not essential. I'm just pointing this out. But I have a reoccurring purchase of Crossman's fucking pellets that she said, hey, just make sure you put this uh, every uh, three months. I was like, okay. You're freaking uh, me well, out, fuck, man. Because pellets, there's a lot of pellets that come. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. how many, how many times? First of all, how many squirrels are there, or Bruh. how bad of a shot is she? Bruh. That's the question. Like, I did, okay, well, so, so, like, there we, she set up a target out back that she can start practicing and stuff like that as well. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's gotten to that point, Ken. I mean, like, there's we've set up a, a target where she's like she's plinking it just for practice. So if you are a squirrel and you're near my house, I I just want to put it out there. I'm sorry, but you fucked up. So well, you know. And sh- as far as shooting around the squirrels, I don't know how well squirrels respond to suppressive fire. Yeah. It did. Oh no! Look, look, squirrels. I I don't know if you watch them. They're amazing creatures because they're rats that do parkour. That's they what are. they are. They're amazing. <laughs> they really are. I mean, like, 
they're just right up there with apes about my jealousy factor because I'm like, oh, this motherfucker is just able to just do this. One handed. One handed, just like right up the tree. Get out of here. And, and get and, out of here. And the thing is, like, Kurter, like, I, at first I, I thought, I was like, this isn't fair. You know, like, the squirrels really didn't do anything. They're just trying to get food and stuff like that. Then I saw our squirrels, and our squirrels, like, are. You know, so you two have an idea of how big Miso is. Miso's mm-hmm. five pounds and he's 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 a runt cat, you know, so people mistaking him sometimes as a kitten. Well, these squirrels are about two thirds his size. OK, and I thought at first I was like, I was like, no, that's just a you know visual thing. That's not right. No, no, they're big squirrels and they just keep getting fatter and fatter. And they're fucking with Jess's garden and she works really hard on that every day in the evening and on the weekends. And um, yeah, she's like, nah, not on my fucking watch. And I'm like, oh, okay, dear. You, well, that's uh, because we <laughs> never had a proper winter. So they never yeah. hibernated. Right. They, they just yeah. got fat. And oh, yeah. Like, All right. This is my life now. Yeah. They're just, they're just yeah. like, I got to keep eating. Mm, got to keep up this physique. <sighs> Gains, yeah. bro. Yeah. Gains. <laughs> Speaking of, how's everyone's uh, exercise regimen? Or lack thereof. Uh, like that. What is um, that? <laughs> I mean, I, I can, I can, I can start off with this. I have been very into bike riding since this all happened. Actually, before, right before it happened, I started riding my bike again because I couldn't do cardio in the gym because it just killed me. You know, it was like well, it was so boring. So I'd go do weightlifting in the gym and come home and ride my bike. So now I'm just riding my bike, and I have the smallest weight set. So I'll get into that in a second, but. Every day I come home and I'll ride my bike just for 10 miles just around my neighborhood. That's awesome. And it's and it takes about 40 minutes to do. And so it's not bad, but like I'm I weirdly I've been losing weight throughout this entire fucking (laughs) epidemic where I'm cooking nonstop Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doing like just the most ridiculous recipes. And I'm just like still just dropping weight. And it's because I'm not eating at restaurants. I'm not drinking at bars. Yeah. And I'm riding my bike 10 miles a day. And I wasn't riding 10 miles when I was, you know, before this all happened. But I'm just like, well, there's nothing else to do. So I just ride my bike. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Know? That's really cool. But it fucking sucks. That's the thing. You yeah. think it's fun. It's fun. You know, it was fun at first before people all were like, I want to be outside. Now I've never seen so many fucking people outside right? in my entire right? fucking life. God, I, I didn't even know I had these many fucking neighbors. I mean, like, all of a sudden they're out waving at me. I'm like, who the fuck are you, chuckle nuts? Why are you even looking at me? Everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. I'm dodging people. Like, uh, that's and, not good. And, and they don't understand the rules of the road. If I'm riding my bike and they're just like, I'm just going to randomly walk in weird places, just like zigzag. And I'm like, all right, come on. Yeah, six fucking feet at least, you fucking asshole. Stay away I'm even from talking me. About that. Just, I'm talking about like when you walk, you're yeah, just meandering into your fucking lane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're supposed to walk against traffic. Mm. And you're supposed to ride oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with traffic. Gotcha. So that's how it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. But it doesn't work like that. Mm. Everyone's just kind of like, I'm whatever. And they just dart across shit constantly. <laughs> and I'm slamming on my brakes. I've had to lock up my bike brakes. And it, it's one of those things you don't realize when you lock shit up. That you lose control. Oh, yeah. Even on a bike. Like oh, in yeah. a car, you like when the car starts doing weird shit when you're slamming on the brakes. Same thing on a bike. I'm just like, why am I sideways? Mm-hmm. Right. I should have just hit you. You son of a bitch. Make you learn something. No, because that would have hurt me. <laughs> That's true. the thing. When you crash in a bike, 
everyone's getting hurt. Oh, and, and right now, worst time ever to get hurt, right? I mean, dear God. Oh, yeah. And, well, and like, there's this, there's this one fucking kid in the neighborhood that Ugh. just, I, I, I think, I don't know what his deal is, but he just rides randomly and he just, he's just like, his head kind of bobs when he rides. He's like, I don't give a fuck about anything. And he's just moving back and forth. And I've almost hit him so many times on my bike. And then also in my car, I'm like, why would you try to ride into my car? I was like, just. I was like, I, I need to find out who your parents are and have a talk with them and be like, watch your child because he's going to fucking die. <laughs> All right. The helmet's not going to save him because no. he rides very dumbly. Old man critter <laughs> freaking out again. Oh, man, I can't wait to be old man Spears. Yeah. Um, but no, that was kind of annoying. But uh, I, I do a little bit of weightlifting at night and push ups. I'm back on the like the calisthenics, like push ups, sit ups, shit like that. Pull ups. Uh, boy, if you haven't done those in a while, they get harder. I'm going to be honest with you. I am not at my diehard strength where I could pull myself up into an air conditioner vent. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I may just die on this one. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. don't worry, bud. I've been doing 12-ounce curls every day. Uh, not seeing any <laughs> well, improvement nice at all. It's nice a regimen, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been uh, crushing those out like a champ, you know. What about yeah. you, Ken? I had a regimen, and it completely went to shit. And unfortunately, when you weigh, you know, 280 something, you can't make these fun little homemade exercise equipment like, yeah, just do dips between two chairs. I'm not doing pull ups off of the the door frames. It's, you know, none of that shit flies. Oh, dude. Like I've been dude. watching so many fail videos for people trying to do that shit. It's not oh, almost man, no, worth it. it. No, it's uncomfortable. But yeah. Dude, you could do dips on your uh, front porch from your steps. Yeah, and there's the factor of being outside. Yeah, which... in front of people. Yeah, which is one of my biggest things is like I don't no, like no, working no. out Ken, in front Ken's of thing, Dan, your fear is people seeing you work out. I know. Ken is, Ken is actually now in a total lockdown where he's like, outside is dirty. He's yeah. Frank Reynolds covered yeah. in just fucking <laughs> exactly. hand sanitizer. <laughs> Gotta be clean. Just trying to be pure. <laughs> and the thing is with the, the 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 back injury what like a big part of my workout regimen was some traction so you know doing something like dips or even attempting pull-ups i had the rest of my body weight hanging down and that pulled on the spine which was actually really nice that was helping tremendously it's just not an option now and so i'm just down to these really basic like planking and stretches and foam rolling and it fucking sucks i would say you know a few push-ups here and there but that that's that's really about it and honestly what's what's really good for a herniated disc believe it or not is a lot of walking and can't do that you know that's out yeah long story short exercise has gone to shit on to something a bit more interesting food oh oh my like god said, restaurants have not been an, a thing yeah. um we we like maybe once a week, maybe space out a little bit longer. We'll order something from a local restaurant just to hashtag shop local. But um, doing a lot of ordering in of groceries, Amazon Fresh, local grocers. And in fact, we just placed an order with uh, the Cajun grocer. So we've got Tasso, we've got Andouille, we've got all these delights of the motherland on their way in. Dude, cooking has been the sanity thing for me. Um, Oh, oh my God, dude. You know how I love to cook, right? Mm -hmm. And being bored makes me want to 
experiment more. Right. 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 Oh, sure. <laughs> that's yeah. been the problem. I think that's how that, recipes. I think that's how recipes come about in the first place. Is yeah, it's boredom. It's like boredom you're not in trying. The yeah, and I have nothing but fucking time. But the problem is, I don't go to the store. Like I go to the store once a week, and it's this very like ceremonious like cleansing that I have to do when I get home. And today I went to the grocery store and I bought everything. I made I made a fucking huge list. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be expensive. I mean, it was about 150 bucks of things that I bought, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was wine, a lot of it was booze, my man. But you know, I bought a and lot one of one box of wheat thins. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, you know, some triscuits. Um, <laughs> no, I actually I actually bought a lot of things to do some experimental cooking things, and I have no idea how things are gonna turn out. I'm just like, hey, let's just see how it fucking goes, dude. Yeah. Because what else you got? Like one thing is is like I, I, I don't know how you are, Ken. Uh, when you experiment in the kitchen, mm-hmm. like it'll either be a just immediate success or something that's just an astronomical failure. You're like, wow, wow, I did not expect that to go that way. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and that's, it's that's more so the, the problematic way. You're like, oh, oh shit, I really thought I could wing that, but nope. Can't, couldn't do it. Yeah, couldn't exactly. Get <laughs> now, that was the first time I attempted the scorpion rum sauce from Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. That just – and when I read the recipe, it <clears throat> something struck me. as like, no, that's fucked up. That, that I can't imagine that that's going to work. And it didn't. So the next time I did it, I did it my way, and it ended up you know, actually working. Well, see, and that's kind of the thing. I'm doing some stuff my way, so I'm I'm nervous how it's going to work because I'm going to do – all right, I'm going to tell you all what I'm going to do. I'm going to do Mexican-style waffles. What so it's going to be – okay, Exactly. So it's a brunch-type thing, and it's going to be waffles made out of cornmeal and flour and, you know, just to make it a dough type of thing. You know, normal, normal batter, put in a waffle iron, cook it, make fucking waffles out of it. And then cover it with queso, chorizo, pico de gallo, and some sour cream and shit. Damn. Yeah, right? Doesn't that sound fucking amazing? Like, I saw a recipe for, like, a queso lava cake. And I, I got the idea to do the waffles. Because I'm like, oh, man, this queso lava cake sounds fucking amazing. That'd be yeah. so fucking cool. And then I'm like, but when they're like, oh, make the queso, you know, make the balls, freeze it wait you know a day whatever and like all right so now you're out you're you're out you're you're not gonna yeah. it's not gonna be a thing anymore once right. it's a day prep time i'm like get the fuck out yeah exactly so i'm like all right what if i did it as waffles and everything else is just kind of toppings like your syrup is the queso i'm like oh i started getting really excited i'm like oh i like that i like that and i'm like oh 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 i like yeah hell yeah dude so that's that's kind of the thing that i'm i'm trying to do this weekend but i've also done uh, some boudin experiments uh, this like throughout this time. I, I made boudin omelet. I made a boudin burger, and then I bet I made boudin nacho fries. Oh, and my God. those turned out pretty damn fucking good. Well, and, I'm fucking. And jealous. by the way, I do these when I'm kind of drunk. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I'm kind of drunk, and I'm like, man, fucking right. So I, I I make the fries, and I use an air fryer just because ease of use. I don't have to All like. Right have oil or whatever. So I air fry the fries, got them crispy, put them in a cast iron skillet and then topped it with boot cooked boudin, like skin the boudin, put the boudin in there. And then I topped it with like uh, a horseradish cheddar and a smoked Gouda 
and then a couple other things and then popped it in the oven with, you know, uh, melted all the cheese and everything, took it out. And then I put Creole mustard and sour cream on that bitch. Wow. God damn, man. And God damn, did they not only taste fucking great, I actually like nailed the look. You know, it looked good. Yeah, usually a lot of times when I make food, it doesn't look good. But Mm. this fucking looked good. Had four-man function. Exactly. So I was like, fucking tight. And so so now I'm 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 like, let's make let's make fry nachos all the time. So I'm like, all right, I'm I'm another thing I'm gonna do, Mediterranean nacho fries. Ooh. It's gonna have gyro meat, sun-dried tomatoes, olives, feta fucking cheese Uh on Uh that bitch. Oh yeah, and some hummus. I I would get tzatziki sauce, but goddamn, I'm not spending four dollars for a tub of tzatziki sauce <laughs> that lasts seven days once you open it. Oh, dude, seven, right. fuck, that's, seven that's, fucking days when you open this giant tub. Good. It's like, dude, it's like four ounces of fucking tzatziki sauce. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's only good for seven days. Who the fuck is eating that too much tzatziki sauce? Oh, yeah, that's... The Kirk household, is... I'll tell you that right now. We fucked that shit up. There's a guy that does these really good gyros, and, and the scariest part, from a gas station, okay? and uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know what guy you're talking about, yeah. because I totally agree with you. He may, he makes the best chicken twirl I've ever had in my entire fucking life. It's insane. I understand. I, I know who it is. is... It's temporary. <laughs> but also, that's a restaurant that he kind of does with his wife. And they lost the restaurant, and then they started doing it at the gas station again. <laughs> I mean, hey, go with what works. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. Um, we've been kind of flexing our prairie folk shops. Um, for example, we found out how to use a percolator, which neither of us had done before. Okay. I did one on camp- L when I went camping, and I burned the fuck out of the coffee. Because yeah, yeah, it's, it's easy to burn it. You're like, I don't think it's percolating enough. Oh, really? Yeah, because well, it's, it's a fucking rolling boil the entire time. So yeah, it's um coming up in the age of of drip machines and French presses. I don't know. It just sounds like an old complaint from households of just make a decent cup of coffee. Well, even like, a pour you- over. You know, like I, I, yeah. like I have camping supplies for coffee because that's a big, big thing for me, especially camping. Mm-hmm. Like a good cup of coffee in the morning is fucking amazing. So I have a pour over. It's like a silicone little like foldable yeah. thing. Right. It's got little two holes. You put it in your cup. You, you put the filter and then the grounds and then you do the pour over and mm-hmm. it makes really good coffee. Right. But but you don't have to fucking boil it. That And that's and I think that's where that has to be where that comes from. The being able to fuck up. A cup of coffee. That was just a bad cup of coffee. It's, it had to have been somebody that's just shitty on the percolator. That's an art form. Oh, yeah. It is not what you think. You end up getting here like, ooh, that's just, this is tar. This is <laughs> yeah, exactly. not good. This is, uh, this is roofing tar. Or you know, it's like, oh, I think that's been that's been going for long enough. You pour it out like this is fucking tea. What, what is this weak ass shit? There's a balance to be struck there. Also, just being really resourceful. Like we um, we had a leftover rotisserie chicken, so pulled all the meat off of that, and made a stock. Uh, she used the, the the like the paper skin from the onions and the garlic for aromatics. So that made a badass broth, which I then used to put in the rice cooker. You know, uh, she did corned beef. So the corned beef juice that was left over, bam, I soaked some beans in that bitch. Yeah. There's this little, these little things where you're just, you know, using and reusing. Um, and it's not even necessarily out of necessity, but it, it's almost like this challenge of how can we get the, 
the absolute most out of every little thing in this kitchen. Oh yeah, totally. You know, using everything to the last bit is mm-hmm. is, is key. Uh, Rachel's just been baking her ass off. Uh, in fact, just last night she did this badass focaccia loaf. Ooh, uh, she's she's one uh, of the bread bakers, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's all right. One of the people that when <laughs> the baker's like, all of the fucking yeast shortage thanks to you assholes. Dude, you need to make some pretzel bread and then you make some kind of fucking ridiculous mustard to go with it. Oh yeah. Or beer oh, yeah. cheese. I would I, I like the mustard over the beer cheese or do both, man. Do fucking uh, both. Triumphs so both. far. Um uh, French bread's on point. She did brioche. We did burgers, Ooh, uh, donuts. Oh, wow. Donuts. Which, and then once the donuts started turning, bam, donut bread pudding. Fucking just, yeah, one hit after the next. But yeah, we'll have to look into that pretzel bread. I mean, like, a lot of people like the beer cheese, and that's fine. Uh, like, the, what was it? Uh, barley oak switch from mm-hmm. that brain-melting horseradish Jesus mustard. Jesus Christ, yeah, that atomic fucking sinus blasting. Oh, yeah. Which was amazing. Which was amazing. Yeah, it's still good. It like good. I know, like maybe people complained about it, but I fucking loved it. I was like, oh my god, it was so good. It switched to a mediocre beer cheese. Uh, That's what happened. Because the you know maybe I'm just jaded that beer cheese is just kind of mediocre. Maybe it's supposed to be mediocre, but it's kind of boring. Yeah. You know, you have it, and you're like, it's it's not as good as even queso. You know, you're like, oh okay, yeah. Yeah, I've never been really impressed with the whole beer cheese thing. If you had said, then much rather get waterboarded with horseradish. And well, you got to think about it. It's it's Europeans trying to introduce food to you that's not French. So fuck them. You know, yeah. we give a lot of shit to the French, but at least they make good food. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hey, they're doing their job. Fucking right. Yeah, when in doubt, add more butter and salt. And that's they just use salt. That's the thing. Yeah. They add, they salt pretty much every step of the way, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I'll tell you, man, that that's just a lost art in Europe. They just don't fucking do it. They're like, ah, nope, salt at the end, it'll be fine. Salt is yeah, the devil. Just, just a little half-assed. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, for cooking for me, uh, I've actually mm-hmm. learned how to cook a steak correctly. Um, correctly? Oh, your brother would be so proud. Oh, he was. He, I, I showed him See? pictures, and he was like, "Holy shit, you actually listen to me?" I was like. Fuck you, asshole. This is the first time I've tried on a grill because I've done pan seared for the most part. Look, I'll be honest with you. I think pan seared is the better way to go for like a more consistent good steak because Mm -hmm. you pan sear it and then pop it in the oven. Right. You know, I think that's the best way to get a more consistent steak. Yeah. A grill. a grill is just like a like an insane person's dream, wet dream of getting a good steak. You're like, all right, I'm just think it's gonna be good this time. You're like, well. I'll get it next time. <laughs> I yeah, tried, you know. Because it, it, it immediately all this this fucking slow mo Win Dixie stock footage goes through your head of this, this fucking T bone with perfect grill marks getting flipped over, and yeah. the Aaron and, Copeland and, like, and, and it's getting flame kissed, yeah. and you're like, all right, it's looking good. That's usually not the best sign. And you're yeah. like, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> no, I, and sure. and uh, I, I took a picture and just sent it to y'all uh, in the little chat there, just because no, I'm actually really, fantastic. really proud of that. And I was like, I was like, holy shit! I actually cooked the steak correctly. And it's like one of those things where I will point this out. Michael told me he's like, all right, for that type of steak, you want to do this. For you want to do this at super high heat. 
for like two minutes this side, two minutes this side, you know, and then after that, you know, one minute on each side to get, you know, the the variant grill marks. Yeah, yeah. And I was right. like, I was like, uh, okay, all right. And then I'm 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 panicking because you know Dan worries when I'm like trying to cook cook stuff on my grill, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should take it off. I'm like, D- just listen to Michael. Shut the fuck up. Listen just, to Michael. Just listen to Michael. Shit, Michael likes. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Listening to Michael. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. fucking pulled those bad boys off had them they were fucking phenomenal you know it was just you know salt and pepper and a little bit of tony's just for a little kick for me uh that's what i prefer you know and uh man fucking phenomenal so that was something i'm gonna i'm gonna say something that's probably not gonna be well liked Uh um i like steak sauce I fucking love a one. I right. think it's like such a phenomenal sauce. All right, Look, you I know, put on, I'm, I put I'm, it on burgers, and I like when, you know when you go to Five Guys, you have the option of getting a one. I'm like, put a one on that bitch, and it's fucking so good. I really like a one. I even like a one with a steak. Like I'll eat steak. Like I'll eat the first bite. Like sands everything. Like all right, let me just get the taste of the steak. I'm like, all right, and then it's like, dunk right into the A one. Oh sauce. God, Cutter, I, you hurt my soul. I know <laughs> it's so fucking good, dude. Have you like I like? There are times I'll just dip my finger in A one sauce and fucking eat it. Yeah, I mean, like that's just fucking good sauce. I'm, uh, Ghost Chess would agree with you. So like same. something that's so frowned upon. I know because I, I know because now like every, you, you can't just see a steak being cooked. It has to be some artisan fucking wagyu cut, and it's you know being done with some douchebag wearing black gloves, and they're putting kosher salt on it, and it's being grilled in a pan next to a fucking river. But it's like we were talking about shit we've been doing probably years now, but I just call them tailgate burgers, where it is just a cheap piece of meat. It's wasn't properly flattened. It's damn near a ball. Yeah. But it's then it gets coated in fucking Casey masterpiece. <laughs> Just a bullshit. Uh, dude, dude, two of my favorite things in life. Like I remember as a child loving the smell of these two things. It's a one steak sauce mm-hmm. and Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. 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 That's those smoky. Right. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I'm like, should I chuck these things? <laughs> <laughs> Like I wasn't worried about alcohol as a child. I'm like, I think I should drink these things. I think I should drink them. They smell so good. <laughs> this is the good stuff right here. Yeah. So part of my boredom on the weekend, like my week, my weekdays are completely pretty much the same. But the weekends I get fucking bored and I want to experiment in the kitchen. Right. So I'm like, oh, man, I want to do this. I want to do that. But I'm like, I don't want to go to the store. So I go to the store once a week and I'm like, all right, let me see if I can get everything I need. And I'll tell you this, man. I'm prepared for a fruity pebble invasion. It's coming. It's coming, bro. I have some fucking fruity pebble ideas. And in addition to apparently uh, Mexican waffles, I got I'm, I want to do like a fruity pebble cheesecake. I'm going to do brownies. Uh, there are things that I'm just looking forward to fucking up in the kitchen. All right. You know, all right. Uh, let me get your your take on this right quick, because you mentioned Fruity Pebbles. And personally, uh, like when I see sponsored ads for things, because this is the shit that shows up in my algorithm now, um, it'll be some crafty beer and it'll be like a Fruity Pebble milk stout or, a, you know, Fruity Pebble porter or some shit like that. 
Um, personally, I'm I'm just not a fan of that. That doesn't entice me. It doesn't exactly, entice to me. me it, it just it, I my I immediately picture somebody cracking open a beer and pouring it into a bowl of fruity pebbles. Fucking gross. See, if it's, so a, it's did, it, the only issue here that I might be like, I'll give it a shot is the fact that it, they are talking about stouts. Because I know what you're talking about. It's a Fruity Pebble Stout mm-hmm. from Southern Prohibition Brewery or whatever. Um, I'll give it a shot, but I don't know, bro. I mean, like, it's one of those things that I, I can't fucking wrap my head around if it's going to be really that good. Well, keep, you know, stop trying to jam all these sweet things together with beer. Beer is fucking... Look, the best beer I ever had was in Brussels, and, and you know what they don't do? All this sh- craft beer shit. Goofy they're shit, just, right. Yeah, they're just like, we're making beer, and they make such good fucking beer, and I never thought I'd be that person. I'm like, I never realized how much better that beer would be. You know what I'm no, saying? No, like, it was no, so that's... much better that it pissed me off, because I knew I was going to be, all right, so I'm going to be this guy now. I'm going to be like, the beer in Brussels is going to be... Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, so that's going to be the fucking guy I'm going to be from now fucking on. That no, pissed no. me off. That pissed me off. And I'm like, all right. I was, and then I, I, was I made guy. peace with it at the same time, too. It pissed me off. And I'm like, but I'm totally going to be this guy. Right. I'm totally going to be this guy. You ever had beer from Brussels? Because it'll change your fucking life. Guy, I was that guy with Munich. Um, I didn't drink beer, period. And I had the beer in Munich. Like, ah, fuck me. <laughs> uh, why? Why do I have the feeling that I'm not going to be able to replicate this back home? And sure enough, even when I went to Fru Fru beer shops and picked up the, oh yeah, yeah, this is the same brand that I had over there. You know, port glass. Nah. Well, they put they put preservatives in it because it's, it's no longer the German pure laws or whatever. Yeah. So that's what fucks you up because like, and then and by the way, the only good Brussels beer they have here, well, like one of them that's like mainstream, is Lef or Lefe or whatever Lefe, it is. Yeah. And they have the blonde, which is the fucking worst one. It's just like drinking fucking potpourri. And it's just like it's a blonde ale and it tastes terrible. And the royal is the best. And they had so many fucking good beers. I'm so pissed off. Even their cheap (laughs) fucking beer was so much better. Like I drank that shit that was just sitting on a patio. Mm -hmm. Like, no, the beer was stored on a patio. It wasn't like refrigerated. It was fucking on a patio. And then I drank. I'm like, why is this so much better? Than most of the beers that I've had, God and that's right. their cheap beer. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> now, yeah, you could also apply that to the wine in Italy. Some little bullshit bottle of wine with a fucking basket woven around the base of it. Oh, uh, right, right. Nice Chianti. <laughs> yeah, just a few euro over there, and find that ask for a kidney here. <laughs> so, uh, for better or worse, this has been part one of the quarantine. Chronicles, really just um, touching base, seeing who's still out there. This is the Watch Your Mouth podcast, by the way. You can check this show out. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Spotify, and Pandora. And um, for anyone who is new to the show, don't start with this. Go to SoundCloud. Go to any of those platforms I just mentioned right now and choose literally any other episode, You know, starting from the low 30s. That'll give you a better idea. What this show's about, we do a lot of swearing, as I'm sure you've heard so far, but we put a good spin on it. We charge ourselves 10 cents per infraction. At the end of every run of 10 episodes, we donate 
the proceeds to a worthy charitable organization. This time, we are swearing for the Ehlers Danlos Society. You can check those guys out, ehlers-danlos.com. If you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us on Facebook. You can send a SoundCloud comment. You can email us, podcastwim at gmail.com. Send us a voicemail. Tell us what you're doing, how you're holding up with this uh, lockdown situation. Do you have any good recipes for us? 985-265-7726. Ooh, recipes. Mmm, recipes. Oh, I was looking for a good recipe. Hell, I saw something on the side of a fucking oatmeal can that had me thinking, oh, I actually want to try that. I don't oh, know that if that's boredom. That happens actually. quite a bit. <laughs> Apple cinnamon fuck em ups I think, was the name of the, the cookie. <laughs> for everyone here at the Watch Em Out podcast, this is Ken over in Queens, Dan Kirk in Slidell. See you later, motherfuckers. Gooder Spears in Mandeville. Stay clean, bitches. (laughs) Wash your hands. Keep your distance. Don't touch your face. Huge thanks to everyone who still has to go out there in this shit. The essential guys, the grocers, the medical people, delivery people. You you are the ones keeping us afloat. Yes. Thank you. And until we make contact next time, stand by for further broadcasts. Watch your mouth.